Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, it is a way of life. As we study the scriptures with Scott Pauley today, we pray that God will help us learn how to develop grateful hearts and homes. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We're learning this week that much of our thanksgiving not only needs to be given to God in prayer, it also needs to be shared with others in our everyday conversation. That as we speak about the Lord Jesus Christ to other people, it makes them thirsty to know Him. You see, what comes out of your mouth and what is demonstrated by your changed life is perhaps one of the most beautiful things about the Christian faith. It's not you. It is Christ living inside of you. Now, one of the things that I hear frequently people say, they say, well, you know, I would witness, I would talk about the Lord, but I'm not a preacher, you know. And then they usually say something like this, I just don't know exactly what to say. Oh, really? Well, the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. He, he assumes you would know what to say. He assumes if you've been a witness of something and have experienced something, uh, that though you may not be a, a fluent uh, speaker, that you may not uh, be a public speaker, that you can in personal private conversation simply share with others the difference Christ has made in your life. You say you know Him? Then say so. Do you say you love Him? Then say so. Has He changed your life and heart? Say so. Do you want others to come to know Him? then say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Now, this is not just an exhortation in Psalm 107. It's actually a beautiful example. It's wonderful that God not only commands us to do certain things, He then tells us exactly how to do that. And in Psalm 107, this beautiful thanksgiving and testimony psalm, after saying, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, He goes on to let Israel, the people of God, share their testimony. And as they give their story, it unfolds how wonderful their Redeemer is. It really becomes a pattern for us of how to witness, of how to share our personal faith. And there are three parts to a good personal testimony, three distinct things that must be shared. I want to show them to you. They come not from my idea or someone else's idea. They come directly from Scripture. Let's read a little more in Psalm 107. He says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Somebody's going to say, that's depressing. Well, that's their past. That's where God brought them from. It's what He redeemed them out of. Now, there's much more to the story. There's more to giving your testimony than simply talking about your past. But this is where you have to begin. You see, the first big part of a, a personal testimony is that you need to share with others that you were lost. I'm afraid sometimes when we talk about our faith, we speak to others as if we've arrived. Uh, we, we feel like that we know the Lord, we know something about the Bible, and we speak in such terms that it probably gives unsaved people the idea 
that we've always been a believer. We've always been a Christian. We've always known these things, but in fact, we have not. It might be good for all of us to go back and rehearse what we were like before we got saved because that's going to remind you of the change Christ has made in your life. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You don't appreciate the new things until you remember the old things. You're not really excited about the salvation until you can remember the sin God saved you from. You're not going to express to others how the Lord can meet them right where they are and bring them to where they need to be until you can identify with them and they can identify with you. And so, the first great challenge I want to give you, if you want to say so, if you want to share your testimony and give thanks to God for His redemption, is you should begin by showing others and sharing with others that you too were lost. Don't speak down to them as if they're less than what you and I are. Friend, we're all just black-hearted, hell-deserving sinners in desperate need of the mercy of God. Don't you forget what it means to be lost. Don't you forget what it was like the day before you had your sins forgiven. There's an amazing description given to us here. First of all, we were in bondage. The Bible says He's redeemed us from the hand of the enemy. You were in the devil's grasp. You were in the grip of the wicked one. But the Lord set you free on the day He saved you. So that's one of the things you can share. Look, I used to be in bondage. I was in bondage to the devil. I was in bondage to this world. I was in bondage to myself and my own sinful habits. I was in bondage. And then not only were you in bondage, you were searching. Whether you realized it or not, there was something in your heart that ached for more, that looked everywhere for something to fill the vacancy and void that only Jesus could fill. So many searching people, uh, many of them don't even know what they're searching for, but they are searchers. The Bible says in verse 3 that He had to gather them. Now, why did He have to gather them? Because they'd been scattered. Uh, people who are living in sin, they're scattered, they're away from God. Uh, they're, they're roaming through this world and through this life looking for something. He goes on to say more about that in verse 4. They wandered in the wilderness. And so one of the marks of lostness is we're wandering aimlessly. Uh, no purpose, no direction, at least no eternal one. That's a picture of what it means to be lost. Then we were alone. The Bible says they wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. Oh, you may have been surrounded by people. You may have had parties and big crowds around you, but you were alone. Yes, at night when you pillowed your head and stared at the ceiling before you knew Jesus, you were very much alone. And you had the thought there has to be a companion, there has to be a friend that will meet this need. And you didn't know who that was until you met Jesus. Why don't you say so? And then we're given this picture. The Bible says they found no city to dwell in. In other words, they had no home. When you're lost, you have no eternal home. But when you come to know the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior, you're given a heavenly home to look forward to in the future, and you're given a family here and now. No longer are you a stranger. You're a member of the family of God. And God makes a way so that you can have a church home and a church family. He meets that need when you come to know Him as your Savior. And then this picture, the Bible says in verse 5 of Psalm 107, they were hungry and thirsty. One thing that marks our lostness is there's a spiritual hunger and thirst within, searching for something. And then the great picture here, their soul fainted in them. 
There was a weariness to our sin. Oh, there was pleasure for a season, but it wore off, didn't it? Oh, yes, it did. And you were weary and you were worn out with life until you came to know the Redeemer. And when you came to know the Redeemer, He took you from where you were to where He wanted you to be. The first great message we must share with others when we're giving our witness and our testimony is that we must tell them that we were lost. That's what He saved us from, and it's what He can save them from. Wherever you are today, tell some lost person around you, I used to be just like you. I used to be lost too. And remind them that not only are they lost, they can be redeemed just like you have been. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We thank God for you and trust that today's study was an encouragement in your journey with Christ. For additional helps, visit us online at scottpauley.org. And remember, grateful people are the ones enjoying the journey. Thank you.